how are we doing on this Thursday evening? Oh, it's 7-Eleven. Go drink a Slurpee. Yeah. Um, we're out here in my little, well, I'm here by myself looking at a computer. Anyways, I'm recording another podcast with a friend, a friend of a friend, a cool person. I don't know. We're friends. <laughs> that makes it sound like, okay. Ter- terrible take, but this I have no idea who this guy is. I just joined a random link. I don't know. Anyways, I'm, I'm really good friends with his manager, Dylan. We, I, I toured with his manager, Dylan. He played guitar with another guy named Dylan. Dylan, Dylan, and Dylan. It's all confusing, but uh, you're, you know, anyways, he's dropping an album tomorrow and I wanted to talk to him and you know, he's, he's hit me up a few times saying he's, listen to the podcast and followed from afar and i'm just like dude let's do one we did it so everyone please welcome barely trev to the rpd show <laughs> it's great to be on man no seriously really appreciate really appreciate you reaching out to to get me on the show man i feel uh i feel very honored i feel like i'm making my late night show debut right now or something so this is gonna be fun well i'm flattered if you know i mean who knows maybe one i'll, I'll Jimmy Kimmel or you know be you know the first Ryan <laughs> the first. but you know here we are that someone's everyone's got to start somewhere That's um, right. <laughs> yeah I mean we kind of talked about it off the air but it, it's kind of crazy this is like really the first we've known each other for like a little bit but like this is the first time we've actually really like talked other than through text or DM so this yeah. is kind of cool man yeah yeah I think we I've known of you for at least like over a year. Yeah. So it's, it's cool to actually have the first like real conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to your manager, Dylan. He's the man. Very talented dude. You know, yeah, I mean, cool. as you know, he, yeah, he does it all. He's just one of those guys. He's an all around man. He's, he's been, he's been mixing and mastering my music since I was in high school. So, oh, really? Holy hell. Yeah, he's he's been he's been my acting manager before he was even my technical manager for probably five or six years now. So, yeah, he is he's the man. He's the he's the man with the plan for sure. Let's go. Did you guys go to high school together or we? He's a few years older than me, but we went to the same high school. Okay, so you guys like yeah, we're in the same circle, sort of. Yeah, we actually met at a party. He was uh, he was dating a girl that was because uh, he graduated early and all that stuff. I don't if he's told you that story before, but he graduated early, so he was out of school. And then his girlfriend was in where I went to high school, um, and so I was at her house for this party. And uh, someone was like, I was always the dude at the parties that was like freestyling and everything, and obviously everyone knew Dylan as the music dude. So he was the guy out back playing guitar outside while everyone else was inside. Yeah. And so someone was like, yo, you got to go meet this Dylan dude out here. He's like, you got to go freestyle for him and whatnot. So I walked out there and we basically sat outside for like three hours, just freestyle while he played guitar. And then from there, it was just, it was just raps. Damn. That, that's an epic way to meet. Truthfully. Right. <laughs> no better way than, you know, to connect. Exactly. You know, and then at a party too. So that's all. And that was back in when you're in Minnesota, you're in Charleston, South Carolina right now. I'm correct. Yep. Yeah. I just moved down here a couple months ago, actually uh, from Minneapolis. So getting, getting acquainted, Uh, there's been snow on the ground in Minnesota for like a month now. So can't complain about that being down in the South now. And yeah, it's been going well. Hell yeah. And you like it, obviously. I mean, the weather's probably much warmer right now, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been super nice here. Um, it's, it's definitely different being in a place like Charleston is nowhere near the music scene that Minneapolis has. So it's a little, it's different. Um, and obviously COVID makes things hard to, you know, find shows and figure that stuff out, but it's definitely been nice to catch some new vibes in in a different area down here and get some new inspiration for music. That's great. Yeah. I mean, I feel like no matter where you live, there's always like a, pl- a pro and a con unless you're in like California. That's like way more pros and cons, but, yeah. <laughs> but, but still like, it's always like, it's like either there's always a trade off somehow, but that I'm glad you like it. And I mean, it, se- it seems that you're uh, making connects down there. I mean, I know you got a few friends a short few hours away. Yeah. Chris and Chris and Manny and them are up in Charlotte, which is yeah. like 
three hours flat for me. So I've been out there a couple times, which has been sweet. Those are the guys. Those guys are the guys. That's right. You you were the you were the reason we got connected in the first place, man. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, I uh, I I try, I try not to toot my own horn too much. <laughs> I, I, I guess it's true. I mean, Chris reached out to me and was just like, "Hey, like, I want to get a feature on the song. Who do you think would be good?" And I think I gave him a list of five artists. It was like people I knew fairly well, but and I I really you know I love Found Me. Like that was like. I think what yeah. Dylan first showed us on tour and I was like, Whoa, this is like really good. And he was, and Chris was like, who's Trev? Like what? Like, I'm like, just, just listen to it. And then he was like, dude, I think he's perfect. And then, yeah, I guess we went from there, but I'm, I'm glad it's, it, I heard, you know, it seemed like you guys really connected at good looks music festival and all that. So that's, yeah. that's really cool to hear. That's, I think that's the coolest part about the whole like music industry is like when you yeah, like, yeah. collaborate with someone or, acquaint with someone but then when you like build that like genuine friendship and connection and it's just like man like this is what it's about dude it's crazy how like it music just brings people together honestly like it's so i mean it's such a deep level of like connection for friend as far as friendships go that yeah man it's like it's just on a whole nother level of 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 connections It, it goes past just networking really um but yeah, man, it's been it's been really cool to connect with those guys and um, just just everyone musically, and and you feel like you have everyone's so connected, you know, virtually because you don't have to be in the same space to work with other artists on songs. Um, so it helps too. It feels like you just have like a family everywhere, basically, um, wherever people are based. So yeah, it's been it's been awesome. It is really cool with the virtual thing, kind of, because it's like you don't. I mean, I know. It seems like claiming your own, I mean, it's cool to like rep where you come from, but like, I don't think it matters. I mean, I'm not trying to say it doesn't matter, but like you can kind of make it happen from wherever if you use it, at least if you're using the internet as your tool, you know, but, yeah. um, I mean, I'm not trying to say like being from New York or LA or wherever, it doesn't matter, but it, it, it uh, you you can kind of be wherever. I mean, you're seeing a lot of people move out of LA and move to like Montana or like, yeah, like just random places. So definitely. Yeah. It's always, I think a good, you know, it's a good line between like repping where you're from. Cause I mean, your hometown fans are always going to be the one that, you know, they're always going to show out for shows and they're, they're going to be your biggest supporters, but um, you know, you have to branch out at the same time. Um, and and there's no you're right like i don't think there's one specific place you have to be i think the last few months just you know as gearing up for this album with some of these singles i feel like i've been you know at the peak of my momentum that i've ever been at as an artist and that's being out here in charleston where i don't even know anyone it's being in a place where i have no connections and and it's still happening so um yeah i, I don't think it's obviously like LA is great. There's so many people there to network with a few times I've been out there, you know, met so many people, but, um, yeah, man, you can make it happen from, from wherever you are. If you, if you're, if you're really grinding, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. As long as you got your laptop, your phone and. Right. <laughs> that's all I need. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> oh yeah. No, my, a way to record obviously, but, um, yeah. I'm curious though, like what, made you like inspired or want to get into making music was it just like something that you tried randomly or was it just like you like were so into this sound or like that you're like i want to try this because like this speaks to me or like i'm I'm just curious what's the story behind that yeah yeah i've always just been so fascinated by music i think um like i can remember in fifth or sixth grade like literally sitting in class just writing poems um like writing rap verses or whatever throughout like middle school, high school. Um, like I've always just been so intrigued by it and I never was really involved in music growing up like choir. I didn't play any instruments. My family, you know, isn't really musical. So it was more something that I kind of just like, it's one of those hobbies that you kind of keep under wraps, you know, and you don't, you kind of just like do, but you weren't taken very seriously. And, um, yeah, it wasn't until like the end of high school that I actually, recorded something for the first time um and dude from there i just like fell in love with it man 
And uh, I fell in love with the process of writing. Like, honestly, you know, there's so many different steps to music. There's like the writing, there's the recording, you know, maybe performing all the different things. And my favorite part's always been the writing. Um, I could, I mean, I probably write a song a day. Like I'll just get an idea for a, a hook or, you know, a poem or whatever. And I'll just write it in my phone and usually nothing happens with it. But um, I've always just been so fascinated by, by the poetry side of things. So um, that's kind of where it's gone from there. And I, I really didn't start taking it seriously, taking myself seriously as an artist until probably a couple of years ago. Um, throughout most of college and, and high school, I was really just kind of doing it for fun because I was like, why not, right? Um, yeah. And, you know, me taking it seriously, I think, was more a result um, of not like a conscious decision I made, but more of a result of like other people just like being super supportive and being like, yo, you should actually do this. And like people around me, like Dylan, for example, saying like, yo, like I want to manage you. Like we could actually make something happen with this. Um, and, and that was like, I needed people to tell me like, yo, you could actually take this seriously for me to actually take it seriously, I think. And so that's kind of where we've been at the past couple of years, but, um, whatever I'm doing down the line in, you know, 20 years, I think, I'll always be writing music. Like, I don't think I'll ever stop writing music just cause it's, it's just such a love of mine and it's such a good pastime. And it's a way for me to um, like get them, get emotions out and get feelings out. So that's, that's where I'm at right now. But um, yeah, uh, that was kind of a long winded answer. <laughs> no, that, that's, that's what the podcast space is for just to elaborate that. That's, right that's, that's pretty cool though. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I think, I mean, writing in general is very therapeutic. So, I mean, yeah. I, I see why you kind of, I mean, I guess you just, it was a way to release and then you kind of turned it into um, your passion or like you, something that you really put all your time and energy into. But right. I, and sometimes too, you just need to hear that uh, those words of affirmation from other people. Cause like sometimes, you know, we're all, um, clouded with self-doubt or just negativity in our mind like ah, oh, like i'm not good enough or like i suck or yeah like i'll never i'll never i'll never amount to anything but like when you have someone else telling you from their point of view and they're just like dude like this is great it's just like oh shit like i, I like I, I didn't think that but like okay like oh yeah. let's do it you know you know what i mean like you need that stuff you need it in anything you're doing i yeah i agree yeah. and so it's I mean, it's just the common thing. Like you can't do it alone, you know? So it's right. That, exactly. that's, that's really cool though. But, um, you have, you have some exciting stuff going on. You have a new album coming out tomorrow. So, it, I mean, it's obviously when this comes out, it'll be out in store. So I guess you can talk in the future later on, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you though. <laughs> Scrolling through Instagram. Maybe it's just I, I since I'm I, I can't read anymore. I was trying to piece together what the title was. I'm like Rum T Love, are you? I'm like I'm just like trying to I got because I'd scroll past. I'm like okay, what like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But then when when I listened to the album and it says Are you Empty Love, I was like, oh my god, this is genius. Like okay, <laughs> now now I get every okay. I, I it, it it connects. So I'm I'm not trying to. I I, I think it's a you know genius uh what you know title like i after i listened i couldn't put like a better title to those songs so mm -hmm. um like what what inspired this album i mean i guess yeah, yeah. I mean, i'm just so curious because dude this album has been through so much stuff which is why i'm so excited to put it out i like I mentioned probably two years ago when I started taking mu music seriously is when I started working on the album. Um, P Washington is his name out in, out in LA. Um, Dylan, my Dylan used to work with him when he lived out there. So I want to say like two years ago now we took a trip out there and got some studio time with P and basically like what resulted from that was P was like, Hey, like let's, let's make an album together. And so that turned into basically like weekend trips to LA throughout college for the next like two years, just like working on this thing. And, um, like found me, we recorded there. Uh, I, I want to say like 
probably 75% of the songs on the album were like fully recorded, produced, all that like in-house in the studio in LA. Um, and, and much more songs that didn't make the album either. So, uh, dude, yeah, that, that's kind of how it started. Um, I came up with the title probably a year ago. Um, and it was a time where like, I personally was at kind of a low, I guess, mentally. Um, and I wrote it from the perspective of like myself telling someone listening, like, are you empty love? Like on the the title track of the album, that's like looking for someone who can fill you up. Is it still enough? Are you empty love? And I was like writing that. And I was thinking, I was like, dang, like that just kind of applies to me. Like I should be asking myself that like, are, am I focusing on the things that are bringing me contentment and fulfillment? Or am I focusing on the things that are leaving me feeling empty? And like, for me, like focusing on my faith and focusing on family and, um, those things are what, are what filled me up, but it wasn't what I was focusing on at the time. And so I was like, dang, like I am empty. Like, are you empty love? Like, yeah, I am empty. And that's kind of what inspired the name. And that's kind of what inspired me to run with kind of like rounding out the album. So some of the songs on there, like this trench is a river home. Um, and then the title track were all ones that I kind of made like after I'd come up with the title kind of tying together the rest of the emotions that I wanted to convey like throughout the whole project. Um, so that, that's kind of like long story short, how it came together, just like the whole thing. Um, but yeah, like recorded partly in LA recorded when I was still in Minneapolis. I recorded a song here in Charleston, actually this trenches river I recorded here, like the first week I moved here. Um, and so it's like all these different places kind of has like a mixtape vibe to it. Like all these different sounds, all these different influences, like so many different hands that were part of producing it. Um, all just like coming together in, and it's extremely, in my opinion, like cohesive emotionally. Like it, it just has this cohesiveness to it, even though it's, songs themselves are like sonically so different. There's just this like overarching feeling to it of like, are you chasing the things that are going to leave you empty or not? And so that's just what I love about it. But um, yeah, man, it's crazy how it all came together and shoot tomorrow night, man. It's crazy that it's here. I, I still can't believe it. I've, I've been like counting down the days for two years. So um, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. That's tomorrow's a special day, man. I'll definitely be thinking of you guys and I'm, I'm, I'm excited for you guys just because I mean, everything you said uh, is just like very spot on with, how I felt listening to it just because like sonically, you know, you, you were very experimental. Cause I mean, I think a lot of people might know you, you know, more as like a rapper, but it's like yeah. throwing elements of EDM into these hip hop tracks. But then also you, you go a little folk, you know, folk music yeah. then mixed with a little bit of, uh, you just kind of throw a little bit of everything in there, but it like comes out so beautifully and like, um, you capture like the emo, like you, you go on this journey emotionally where it's like you ride like the sonic waves of it and then it, it's slower. And then uh, dude, it, you, it like kudos. Like exactly. I, I, don't, I don't know what it's like. I'm not musically talented or like I don't record music. So like, I don't know, but it, it just, it, you crushed it. Like it's almost like I was like, I was kind of in awe just because it's like, for someone's first body of work for like an introduction, like it's not supposed to be, I don't know. It's just like, I'm, I'm just yeah. really impressed. And like, <laughs> well, I appreciate yeah. that, man. Yeah. It's, 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 um, it feels like the, the, the debut in a sense for me, um, like the debut project, even though obviously I've been making music for so long and putting out mixtapes and stuff, but it, it feels like that, like that's kind of, just the way that the momentum has been going the past year or so, like it, it feels like that. And, and I'm glad you noticed, you know, kind of the change in emotion, like the roller coaster and kind of like leading throughout the album. And that's kind of, um, you know, parallels like my life and, and, and how these past two years have been like emotionally, like riding those highs and then like hitting the lows. And, you know, that last track is kind of like the, 
you know, the mellowed out, like reflective song. Right. So it's kind of like looking back and reflecting on it, but, um, now I'm glad you mentioned that man. And yeah, it's, um, it definitely has, it definitely has a lot of, a lot of, uh, emotion and, and experience in it, in it. So. I, I can tell. It, it, and another note of mine is just like, it did, de- it didn't sound like one bit that like, you're like, okay, track one, we're gonna, or like, we got to like make a hit out of this. It was like, I, I could tell it's literally what, like it came from you. Like it's not, it wasn't, fo- nothing was forced. Like, which I mean, how it should be, but it, it just, yeah, I, 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 you could really tell that like, this is very authentic. Mm, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, so like when you're making these songs, you know, where were you, were you going in just creating like where there's no boundaries or was it just, you kind of like had a vision for like, I, I don't know. I'm just curious because yeah, I don't, I don't know what it's like to be behind the boards or in the, in the studio really, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Most, um, yeah, pretty much just going in and creating for the most part. Um, for most of the songs on the album, I, I hadn't even had a vision for what I wanted the album to look like yet. Um, basically just going in like cranking out a bunch of songs. Um, and it's just, it's just beautiful. Cause like, you know, I might go in one day and be, you know, really content with how things are going or, you know, in like a really excited mood or hyped up mood and out comes a song like found me or, you know what I mean? Like the intro, like out comes a, a hype song. Or, you know, I might be heading into the studio, like had a rough day, some things are happening and I just go in creatively without boundaries and then out comes a more, you know, like sad song. So that's kind of the approach I had with it was just kind of letting my emotions out, whatever I was feeling in the moment. Um, and then kind of piecing it together in the aftermath once, once we kind of had everything there. There, Yeah, I, I, I could totally sense that. And I think that's really just so important. You know, I, I'm, I'm a fan of what you create. I've probably said that a few times. Anyways. <laughs> oh, man. I, like you said, the words of affirmation, man, I appreciate it. <laughs> um, shoot. I totally blanked on the follow-up question. So shoot, it's been a long day. Um, hey, we'll come back, maybe. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, fe- features. Like how did you decide the features for it was it more of like a brainstorming thing or is it more of just like you knew right away like you wanted to get uh chris buxton and dylan reese and no big deal and there might yeah. be one i don't have the i should have yeah, put the J- jjl and nate nate okay. Don. yeah uh, yeah yeah they were mostly in the in the moment um when we got the uh dylan reese feature that was we probably only had four four or five of the songs made at that point um Cause he hopped on that track out probably like a year ago. Um, and that was like right away, like we made it. I was like, I, I think it was maybe, was it after it was before you guys went on tour. It was before you guys went on tour. And I, but I knew that, uh, my Dylan was going on tour with them. I was like, yo, it's like, we might need to get Dylan, Dylan Reese on this one. And so we made it happen. And, um, the no big deal one was, planned I would say like I had a connection with them and I was kind of um waiting until I like had a right song where I felt like could fit for him so um yeah that the the armor came out kind of from me you know like wanting him for a feature kind of having him in the queue and then making a song that was kind of more catered to him so that's kind of how that one came out um actually the song that Chris is on home we had, we had another feature on it. Um, we made that one a minute ago too, but we had another feature on it. Um, and some stuff happened. Like, I won't say bro's name, but like dude got like canceled type stuff. Like was like found to be like doing some bad stuff. And so we were like, nah, <laughs> we got to take this off. So, so, so at, uh, actually at good looks is when I showed Chris the song at that music festival and, and he was like, yo, that's fire. And so I, I just sent it to him and, and, and got one back from him. And honestly, his was a hundred times better than the one we had anyway. So I'm glad how it turned out. Isn't that kind of crazy how 
you know, when things don't go a certain way, but then they kind of, the, the, this, not the, not the original way, but like the way that I wasn't supposed to go, that ends up being better. Isn't that like so weird how it happens in life? Just it's like, oh. It happens so often too. It seems like it. Yeah. But I mean, I'm, I'm glad you and Chris, you know, continue to work. I mean, me and him, you know, have a history and, you know, he, we met on the internet and we worked together and he, you know, you guys just have this chemistry, you know, on, on, you know, on the record, just like with caught up yeah. and then this new one, uh, home, you know, on the album. So it's like, it's cool. It, it's, it's really cool to see. And it's always dope when two artists just great, you know, London. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel the same way. It's, it's, uh, it's been really cool to really cool to see that kind of blossom. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what, um, well, since this comes out, like after the album's out, what, like, what do you want to, so like pretend the album's out like right now, like obviously, okay. That sounds awful, but okay, the album's out right now. Like what do you, you want to say about it? Like, is there anyone you want to acknowledge or? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's it's crazy that that it's that it's been out now, and um, obviously, just want to give a big thanks to you know Dylan and P for kind of getting behind it production wise, and 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 pushing me to make these songs, and um, obviously Dylan Reese, Chris, uh, JJL, Nate, no big deal um, for for just being a part of it musically, and um, there's so many other people that that helped out um, sonically with things like um, so many different songs I would send and just like have a homie be like, yo, like, can you just throw a little bit of bass on this one little part? Like having people do that. So there's so many different hands in it. So, um, just, you know, thank you to everyone who's a part of it. And, and, and hopefully there's more than, there's more than zero plays on it by now. So thank you to everyone who's listened. Um, there will be, there will be, I'm not going to make expectations of any numbers yet. So thank you to the, uh, one or greater than one number of people that, that have listened so far. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Well, it's going to be an exciting time for you. Um, I, I mean, another thing I kind of want to touch up cause I got, I got people don't really shame it, but like they, but like you work full time, like you have a full time gig and you, you're an artist. Like, so how do you balance that out? I kind of just want to touch on that just because like there may be someone out there listening that, is it, you know, a becoming artist, but like they are yeah. too in tune with the internet culture where it's like, they're just like, nah, man, like I got to hustle and do this music, you know, but it's like, nah, like that's not realistic. Like you got to right. make money and save it, you know, cause it's an investment. I mean, you, I'm sure you've invested a lot of money into your career. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's, um, here's, here's how I always think, kind of think about it. Like you got to have, you got to have your work and your passions. Like you got to have two, two buckets um, if they can be the same thing, then that's great. If, if, if your passion can become, you know, your sustainable work that has an income, that's great. But if your passion is not that, then you gotta have work too. Like you can't just ditch life. And, um, and so, and at the same time, you can't just have work and, and just ditch your passions. I have a lot of friends who just like start working full time and then they just ditch the creative side of their brain. Like, I think, you know, we need to be able to tap into both throughout the day. And, um, so that's where I'm at right now. Like I have work, you know, my job in sales and I also have my passion. Um, and if you're smart, you can, you can still find overlap. Like I was a marketing major in school. Um, I still do a little bit with like branding in my job. So like bridging that gap between branding in the normal sense and branding in the music sense, like artist branding and, promotion and, and trying to be strategic on that side of things is something that I, I've really found to be cool over the last few years here. Just trying to think outside the box in, in that respect. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's, um, you just gotta have time balance. You have, you know, balance in your life. Like you gotta make time for your passions, even when you're working full time. And, and you also gotta make time for rest too. Like that, like I would put that in the third bucket there with the three, like, um, there's been, there's been months where I've written a song every single day on top of working or on top of school or whatever it was. And then there's been months where I haven't even stepped in a studio 
once for 30 days straight. Like, and that's okay. Like I, like you'll, you'll be on highs and lows depending on just how you're doing. But, um, you definitely have to, yeah, you definitely have to just have that balance. I think, I think has been super important for me just to have that outlet. That's good. And I mean, it, it avoids burnout too. I feel like just because it's like, if yeah. you're recording it, then you, not that you get sick of it, but it's like, you almost like you get frustrated and you want to quit in a sense where it's like, damn, like I'm like going so hard. Why isn't it working out or whatever, but having that good balance kind of gives you, it gives you perspective and time in a sense where it's like, yeah, you're doing, you know, you're, you're chipping away at it. You're doing your best. And, and, and you know, and I mean, being in a working environment, it's just, it's more social too, you know, than just, Definitely. there's, there's benefits to having, you know, having balance. So that's, right, that's right. real, that's really important. I'm I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I, I would say like for myself, I've probably been in that season of not, making music for the like two months probably honestly like i just haven't been obviously i've been focusing on you know finishing the album getting the album together and getting those materials together um rather than recording new stuff but like i just haven't been in the studio in like two months and that's fine you know what i mean like that's okay like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be worse off because of it and i was actually just laying down a feature a few weeks ago for someone and I, I turned on the mic and I started rapping. I was like, ah, oh, I feel like I forgot how to rap. Like, I'm like, I feel like this is like a foreign language or something. I just haven't rapped in so long. And, but, um, maybe other than that, it's totally fine in my book that to, to have that balance. And I've just been focusing on other things right now. So, um, yeah, I think, I think that that's okay. I'm sure a time will come back then where I'll, where I'll be back in the studio every, every single day. So, but yeah. but yeah, you hit the hit the uh, hit the nail on the head there. I think taking a couple months off after putting you know the last couple years of your life into an album is de- definitely acceptable. So That's true. <laughs> probably yeah. <laughs> no man, you got to be grinding twenty four seven, no sleep. You know, <laughs> chugging the Red Bull, making sure it happens. No. <laughs> you only made one album. I thought you made three albums, bro. You got to have lined up. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, you. I mean, you know, you made it when. Uh, I mean, if you get a comment like this tomorrow, you know, and you drop the album, and everyone's like, "All right, when's the new music coming?" It's like, <laughs> I just dropped new music. <laughs> do that. Oh, I see that all the time with like, like you know, like the superstar artists, I guess, or like the very big artists. They'll drop like a yeah. song. It's like, "Where's the new music?" It's like, "Yeah, <laughs> you dropped a song. What are you talking about?" <laughs> I saw one. I think it was like. I think it was when Drake dropped that Dark Lane tape demos last yeah. spring. It was like a day after it dropped, and someone's already tweeting like, "Yo, like, <laughs> like, yo, Chicago freestyles like slept on, bro." And someone's like, "Dude, it just dropped yesterday." <laughs> people are people are crazy, man. Uh, that's that's great, but no, I'm take it, you know, balance, man. Um, yeah, yeah. So earlier you were talking about being empty, so it's like. Uh, this podcast focuses on mental health a little bit. Like, be, I mean, obviously you're human, but like as an artist, I guess people kind of see your, you know, your highlight, the Instagram and all the socials. And it's like, they kind of get a false perception that like, you're not human in a sense. So like, how does mental health play a role, you know, in you being an artist? Like, is that something that you deal with or is it just... Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a very curious question just because it's like, you know, I mean, it's talked about a lot, but it's not talked about enough. So, yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I appreciate the question and I appreciate that you are, you know, making that a, a focal point, um, to talk about just, just cause it's not talked about enough. Um, and so, yeah, man, I'll, I'll say like, I, I've never personally, um, really dealt with a lot of, you know, mental health, um, stuff, I guess. Um, obviously like I've had so many people close to me, like really like close friends that have, um, for me in my experience, I've, I've really never been type of person that's super in tune with their emotions. I wouldn't say, um, I've never been the type to like really sit and reflect on emotions or like reflect on how I'm doing mentally. Um, 
But for me, like music has been that one way. Like I'll never talk about my emotions. Like if I had a bad day, like I just, like, I don't really tell anyone, like I won't open up a lot. Um, but I will sit down and write a song about it. And whether I like want to or not, like stuff will spill out. And, and I'm sure other artists can relate to that, but I have so many songs that that'll just never see the light of day. Cause I, I look back at it and I'm like, Ooh, like probably shouldn't be sharing that information in a, in a real song to put out. So, um, I've definitely put out, you know, some, some dicey stuff before that's, that's pretty personal, but, um, but yeah, that's just been my outlet personally. Um, and so my, I guess, objective in that whole grand scheme of things is, is how can I just be like a listening ear and how can I be learning about what the people close to me are experiencing? Um, obviously I've had bad days and like I've been down and um, I've gone through seasons in my life. Like, like I said, that like, I just wasn't focusing on things that were fulfilling to me. Um, and it's tough. Like it's, it's, it seems like we're in a season right now, just, generally as a nation that a lot of people have been experiencing that um just through being quarantined and not being able to see people um so yeah it's just it's just crazy but for me one of the the big things has just been like having to take the time to actually like listen and try to understand better what what people around me are going through and and how I can help and not just come at it with like logic but come at it with empathy Cause my, my first instinct is always to like fix it. Like, Oh, you're feeling down. Like just do this. You know what I mean? Like, cause that's what I always tell myself. Like that's how my brain works. And so obviously like that's not, it's not always the right way to approach things. So, um, that that's been a huge learning point for me recently is like, how can I, how can I approach, um, things with empathy and not, and not just try to fix it right away. Has that's been huge for me that's that's really good man i mean it's it, it, it's the human mind is very complex and not everyone's is wired the same or they just don't have an outlet or i mean or they're just chemistry's a little bit off and it, yeah. it's, it's good i mean I'm, I'm glad that you take that approach just because like i mean i think they say like sometimes the happiest people are like the most depressed or whatever. Like they're just like faking a smile, but then they go home and lay in bed. Yeah. And it's just like, you don't, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's crazy, but that's, that's good. I mean, cause there, there's all way, you know, there's all sorts of ways to like, Oh, like just do this, man. Like you'll be good. But it's sometimes people just need that ear, you know? And it's mm -hmm. like, so that's yeah just a better under better like just understanding i guess across the board i think is is great and, and conversations like these i think are are that's how you get there right like just being more open to having conversations with people in general i think is is a, is a great is a step in the right direction um like definitely something i i should be um you know focusing on more more than i am right now yeah i mean it's I think, I think it's just important to be there for your friends or make sure they're okay. But I mean, it's part of the reason why I wanted to do this podcast. And I mean, I don't focus it fully on mental health. Cause like who, I mean, I don't know enough about it to talk about it for like an hour or whatever and whatnot, but it's something cause like I've got a lot of cool friends. I like to think, and it's just like people see them in such a light and it's like, I want to dive a little deeper and allow, hear them elaborate more just on, their life or just like what they're working on, but like on a deeper scale. And then, you know, I, I was listening, I listened to this podcast pretty religious, religiously. It's called inside of you. It's this dude, Michael Rosenbaum. He's an actor and he interviews all his actor friends and stuff. And like a lot of them are just, I mean, of course actors are a mess because it's like, they have to pretend that they're somebody else. <laughs> yeah. So, but like that, listening to him, it's just like, damn, okay. Like I want to do that, but like maybe do that in the music space or just, people I think are interesting. So yeah, it's really cool. I love it, man. So conversation and the conversation is just important. Whether you, you go, people go through it or they don't. It's just good to be a good person and give, give it. Yeah. So. yeah. Right on, man. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So 
like what um what are your plan like post or what are your plans post album i mean obviously that's kind of you know what scratch it now okay it's a good question just because it's like normally it's like, oh yeah man i'm gonna go on a tour and do these shows but it's like okay that's not a thing yeah, yeah right <laughs> do you even have that part figured out or are you more just like i want this to be out and then merge yeah, we're, we got a uh like a live virtual show that we're gonna oh, hell do. yeah um remind me where you're you're in la right like i wait no, no, you're in you're in uh boston no nope. Close. DC? Nope. Where are you? <laughs> Buffalo, New York. Go Bills, baby. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, I was going to say we were going to do a uh, like a virtual live show um, that'll either be, you know, New York or LA probably, but we're going to do like a album release, have merch along with it. Um, probably be like a couple weeks before Christmas, but that's kind of like the only plan that we have set in stone right now, obviously just since a tour would be great, but I don't know anyone who's, who's planning any of those right now. If you do let me know, I guess. Yeah. Right. Um, that's so cool though. I mean, I didn't, so the virtual show is being tailored like to like just people that live in New York or like, it'll be everywhere. Oh, Oh, okay. Yep. I think we're just going to do it like almost just for the branding purposes and just cause there's venues up there. Um, Oh, oh, so you're going to either of those spots to like record it or like perform. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I've heard that I've seen some artists do like the virtual tour where it's like, they'll be like, okay, the, all these di- cities. So it's like, it's only available in like Toronto. And oh, I have seen that. Yeah. And it's That's like, it's cool. wild. I mean, I mean, I guess if you have, you, you can pull it off, but like, I feel like, yeah. I feel like you're limiting yourself in a sense to that. Right. Um, right. The internet's so vast. You may as well just <laughs> let people go crazy with it. But I, uh, you know, I've, I have a feeling shows will be back soon, but I don't know. Like it's still going to be a little weird at first. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I saw something that uh Ticketmaster was setting up some capability basically to when they sell tickets, you have to also have like a negative COVID test available like that you can upload Ticketmaster or something like that to get into a show or, or like something crazy like that. So I think it'll definitely be interesting to see how people ease back into it. Yeah. That, that's just so wild though. Like, Oh, here's my negative test. Right. But I guess they're just getting eager. Cause it's like, how long is this going to be? Yeah. I mean, second wave, here we go. You know, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're in like the fourth wave at this point. <laughs> it just keeps, just doesn't stop. <laughs> I don't even know what wave we're on. I'm just riding. I'm just like, you're on your own wave. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm just like, but, you know, it's, there, there's so only so much new content that you can consume, like show, like it's, yeah. it's pretty dry at this point. Not that I watch shows a whole ton. I mean, I like movies, but it's just like, ah, uh, I'm, scrolling through the same stuff literally <laughs> yeah it's crazy it's crazy yeah. um what like what like what other personal uh interests you have or hobbies or is that like a big mystery like or <laughs> no 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 well, what are you, what are you uh, into like just what do you like to do besides music and all that oh man i was always like the sports kid growing up i oh, uh, okay big basketball guy um big tennis guy uh i played been playing volleyball actually a lot the past few years which has been pretty fun i like to golf a little bit um the whole thing all the sports all the sports um trying to think trying to think what else i do man music some sports some sales that's kind of what my uh it's kind of what my day looks like i guess i have a cat I like to cook a little bit. Okay. Uh, yeah, man, just the life of uh, just the average life, I guess. Just your average Trev. Okay. Well, no, you're you're above your average Joe. We'll use someone else's average name. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Um, 
podcasts are hard sometimes though. It's like, you think you got it nailed. Yeah. And then it's like, wait, there's more questions, but then it's like, wait, how long have we been doing this? <laughs> right. We have to figure out the exact timing of it and everything. Well, cause it's like, I like to keep it like 45 to like an hour 15 at the max, just because it's like one, I'm not Joe Rogan. I'm not like diving. <laughs> And they're like, dude, aliens are real. The conspiracy. Right. <laughs> it's like whatever. I mean, Joe Rogan's awesome. Like I'm not, but it's just like they'll like talk for an hour about like one thing, and it's like I'm rap. No, I'm not rapid fire, but just like yeah, yeah. I, I like to have it be more not fast paced, but just right a little more interesting. <laughs> like I, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. I I get all sorts of feedback. All, all sorts. All sorts of feedback on the show so it's it's cool and i'm sure you know as an artist you you know people hit you with all kinds of stuff just like like wow that song like helped me through so much or like me and all the boys jammed to this like this is our this is our uh go-to pre-game or like whatever and it's it's probably Dude, just that, super cool that's the, that's the best stuff to get like that's i mean you're making i, I make music because i like to make music but i, I make music you know, hoping that other people get some type of enjoyment out of it. Right. Like why, like why else would you make a podcast unless like you wanted people to enjoy it? Like you wouldn't make it purposely hoping people don't enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's the best when you get those types of feedback on things is, um, especially when it's from people that you don't even know, like, you're like, wow, like this person that I would have never, had any interaction with or impact on like, like I actually got to make like a, like a small little difference or be a small little part of this person's day when they listen to my song. Like I got to be in their ear for three minutes out of this day. Like that's actually pretty crazy. And it's, 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 um, it's important I think to take that and understand the amount of like influence that holds. Like I, as an artist, that people listen to have so much influence. It's crazy. And I don't even have that big of a following, but like the things that I say are like going into thousands of people's ears every day that they're listening to. Like, that's just crazy to me. I could say, I could say something that could like totally change someone's perspective or like change someone's like outcome of their day. You know what I mean? Um, which is wild. I don't know if that, like, maybe I'm talking in circles, but I think it's just crazy. Like the amount of influence you have and, um, figuring out how to steward that and what to do with it has been huge for me. Um, and, and I hope that, I hope that this album has, has a similar impact on people. So, but yeah, you're right, dude. That's, that's the best feeling by far. And this is the responsibility you hold too. Yeah. As a- a wise man once said with great power becomes great responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that's, it's, it's probably, it's probably remarkable just like getting a random DM like that. And it's like, Oh, like that's like what keeps you going almost in a sense, not just like in a sense where it's like, I'm on the right track. I'm doing this, you know, and just having that impact. I mean, it's, it, it kind of like, as you said, it, it just, puts that responsibility on your show. Like, I got to be careful what I say or like, yeah, people may, you know, not that people are like idolizing you in a sense, but just like they see you in a different light and it's like your words matter to them, you know? Right. 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 Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. My whole, like, I mean, my whole goal as an artist, like obviously, you know, brands and companies, like they have mission statements, right? Like you have, a mission statement for your company. Like, I think it should be the same for every artist. Like every artist should have their mission statement. Um, if you really truly believe that like an artist is a brand. And so my mission statement is basically just like, can I use music to be a light? Like, can I use music to spread positivity? Can I use music to, um, like shed light on, on my faith in God and, um, all the things that have brought me fulfillment in my life. And so if I'm not doing that, then I'm, then I'm completely off target with my mission. Therefore I'm completely not aligned with my own brand. Um, 
so there definitely is a lot of responsibility that comes with that and like checking yourself to make sure that that you know you're not doing something that's going to hurt your brand right or or, you're or misalign people with it or, or lead someone down the wrong path that that you didn't mean to lead them down so um that's kind of how, how I've always thought about it when, when writing even, but, but yeah. That's such a unique approach. And I mean, it's refreshing just because I just feel like a lot. And I mean, there's just like a lot of, not really a lot of artists, I guess that I listen to personally, but just, you see on the internet, like they're just trying so hard for like this, like quick moment of gratification. Where it's yeah. like they'll do anything, literally anything, to get that spotlight on them, and then it's like, right. boom, right. it's gone. Now what? But like, I, I just think what you're doing is great, and the 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 um, route that you're taking, it seems like you have a very, uh, you know, the long the tunnel vision with the longevity mindset, which mm-hmm. is so important, just because it's like, you know, people just see the oh that song blew up, but it's like no, you put years into that. You know, it's, it's yeah. very rare for a song to just take off. Like, right. you know, yeah. So, well, dude, um, what are, I guess this is like, kind of can be your closing statement. The album's out. Yep. You gave, you gave your shout outs. I kind of went a little out of order. I apologize. <laughs> no worries. But, um, <laughs> yeah what like what message do you want to end the show on just like the album's out life is good yeah boom like plug 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 away my man my man (laughs) all right it is barely trev here um are you empty love is out everywhere now i appreciate you guys who've listened check it out if you haven't it's at barely trev on all social media um major shout out to ripod my man here is great connecting with you man great actually getting to sit down and talk to you and um yeah man appreciate all you're doing with with this podcast so looking forward to um seeing seeing where we go with this hell yeah well thank you uh, barely trev again for your time and for getting diving a little deeper on who you are and talking about your new album it was really fun i had a lot of fun and uh i guess until the next time man Till next time, we'll have to have to not wait another year before we do it again. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you know I'm I'm I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'll see you soon. Yeah, definitely, man. All right.